The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. I am Professor Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright, and we're Poznan. You're here to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand waving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition, enjoy the show. <laughs> With the Potterhood Podcast, my name is Nico White. I'm Will Posnan, and this is episode 13. We want to thank you guys for sticking with us this whole way through. Because I learned from a friend that most people only listen to the first like seven minutes of podcast. They say do your plugs in the beginning. So my name is Nico White. You can find me on Instagram at Nico White ninety three. That's N E K O W H I T E nine three. You can find Will at Will Posnan W I L L P O Z N A N and. We have a very, very special guest with us today. I've known this dude for years. He's one of the co-founders of the Comedy Outliers show. Would you please welcome the one and the only, Brandon Collins. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys can follow me at American Collins, AmericanCollins.com. And that Comedy Outliers show is coming back for one night only, Saturday, July 27th at the Bell House in Brooklyn. You get tickets at thebellhouse.com or americancollins.com. And it's one of those good shows, man. Like, it's one of those shows where you see black comedians that can actually just be black comedians. It's not one of those Brooklyn shows. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, Yeah, no, I know what you like, mean. That's There's what. some Brooklyn shows where it's like, oh, wow, okay, nigga, we get it. You eat hummus. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, the um, He's passionate com- about his hummus. Comedy Outliers always been one of the top. So if you ever get the chance to see it, they're back for one night only on J- Saturday, July twenty seventh. Saturday, July twenty seventh. I'm gonna stop by. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Might say funny words to people that listen. So make sure y'all chime in. Outside of that, yo, we thirteen episodes in, y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I don't know. Um, what's the, is is thirteen a magical number, in Harry Potter? It's an unlucky number. Okay, is that the one where um Trelawney was like, whoever stands up, they're gonna die? Oh yeah, that was yeah. Trelawney was like, they're at the table. Whoever stands up is gonna die. And who stood up next? It was it was Lupin, and then he died. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, people people like to shit on Professor Trelawney. Like she I'm one of them. Yeah, I know. To my great discomfort, <laughs> like she wasn't a, a boss. Like every. Now, some of her predictions didn't always go right, but your grandma's predictions don't always go right. Yeah. But when she was right, she was super She right. went like five for 80 over the course of the book. But, but I mean, when you think about it, it was the most important five. Though. It was. It was. Though. Well, say what you want about her as a predictor. Terrible teacher. Just oh, the yeah. worst. That's the one thing I mean, that Hobbes, Umbridge did. A lot, of those teachers, right. a lot of those teachers should have been fired. That's true. Like, hold on. Like, hold on wait, well, they should have done like a vetting process that. or like some kind of evaluation. First of all, I'm not going to have you come here on our podcast and just shit upon the Hogwarts teaching staff like they weren't the best in the business. Not only were they the best in the business, but they were the best then. They're the best now. You ain't never seen a school that hired known <laughs> deaf eaters. You understand That's, me? They now, hired Voldemort. You know. <laughs> like twice, right? Yeah. 
Hilarious. What was his job? Well, he no, was, he was paroled yeah, the yeah. first time. Oh, right. And yeah. then... Uh, but see, this is what I'm saying. You need real life experiences. <laughs> yeah. You need school to prepare you for real it's life. True. And what better way to prepare for the dark wizard of evil better than having the dark wizard of Dude, evil at the lunch table? Voldemort. I don't. I don't see what the discrepancy. Is I just thought. Of, I just thought about this. Uh, Voldemort, when he was Quirrell and Harry was a kindergartner, that whole year he must <laughs> have had the energy of a guy at a school dance who doesn't want to ask any of the girls out, who like has a crush on a girl but mm-hmm. won't ask her out, because he's just there watching this eight-year-old. He could kill him at any time. Just go up to him, Voldemort. Well, he couldn't touch him. Yeah, remember he like he yeah. like crumbled but when he tried to like, touch him. Put, Push a shelf on him, <laughs> or I, or I don't know, poison him. Yeah, because Voldemort seemed to be very adept at poisons. All things considered, yeah. Because when you look at the six um six book and six movie Half Blood Prince, Dumbledore went insane when they found that Horcrux and they had to you know sip the water. Oh out of yeah, yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, yeah so he you was were like good with poison. Also, yeah. he's aware that the basilisk is in the school. Just have Quirrell open the Chamber of Secrets a year early. This is true. Well, see, I don't want to, you know... Not look, to Monday morning quarterback Voldemort. I mean, yeah, well, he's kind of dead, so it doesn't really matter either way. I doubt he can hear us. Now, that's a little different from how we usually start. We usually start by sorting that's a true. famous person, so let's jump into that. We got the greatest rapper alive in the year 2019. 2019. Lil Wayne is still better. Who's better than Lil uh, look, Oh, on, I would say Jay-Z retook it. I that's thought you what would say I would Jesus. Say. I'm Wait, Jay Z. Now there's like three rappers named Jesus, but uh, yeah, I would say Jay Z with 444 retook Greatest Rapper Alive. I, I, uh, I, I want you to not say words for the rest <laughs> of this podcast, man. Jay Z came and took it back from Lil Wayne, like Lil Wayne's last album wasn't on fire. It was. I mean, look, Lil Wayne is like Lil Wayne yeah, he's is way the, underrated. He's one of the top rappers of all time. I 100 percent agree. Greatest rap, greatest rapper, greatest alive. rapper of all time, greatest rapper or alive, greatest rapper alive. Okay. Now, what Hogwarts house are y'all putting Lil Wayne in? I already know where I'm putting him. But I know where I'm putting him, too. I'll, I'll put, I'll, Collins, we'll let you start. What house are you sorting Lil Wayne in? Yeah, put that motherfucker in Slytherin, man. Why? Yeah. Because that's like the, you know, he's going to be partying and shit. He's not going to give a fuck. <laughs> Who you know in Slytherin has ever been to a party? Yo, yo, you know Slytherin. Let's be real. At Hogwarts, Slytherin had the best parties. I, I don't think so, man. Well, they had the most rich people stuff. In yeah, the they definitely. Have but you been to Yale? Have you been I, to Yale or Harvard when they had those fucking parties, man? They'd be doing cocaine and keg stands and shit. I at the feel same like time. all the cocaine was in Gryffindor and Ravenclaw, <laughs> and all the ecstasy was in Hufflepuff. I feel like I think all the fuck was definitely in Hufflepuff. Yeah. I think Slytherin's parties was a whole lot of boring waltzes and shit like that. No, I feel I, like they all would dance like Dumbledore and McGonagall did at the Yule Ball. I think that there was some vodka at some Slytherin parties. Yeah, but that would be it, though. Yeah, but people would be wasted. They lived in a fucking dungeon, bro. Do you know how shitty those parties had to be? There's no way you had fun parties and you lived without sun in a dungeon. I think they did some evil activities. Like an old school Slytherin party, I bet you there was some muggle torture for sure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That they was, definitely murdered people. That was their version of lynchings. It was the fucking sixties <laughs> for muggles and um. I have just, said that uh, black Slytherins are definitely akin to like black Republicans. Oh, a hundred and ten percent. But you don't know any black Slytherins. That's that. That's the thing. There wasn't even none in the movies. Oh wait, no, no, there was one. Yeah, there I also sorted into Slytherin too. Who was the, the Death Eater? Right. Uh, yeah, but I I said for the. The matching hat, sorting hat, I was put in Slytherin. You put him in Slytherin. Yeah. Okay, because well, Slytherin think, parties a lot. I think his birth, I <laughs> will Yo, say, I think I'll his birth connection head. is a Slytherin-ish trait about him. 
Yeah. Birdman is only the most. Birdman and Slim Williams are the two scariest people in modern hip hop. I think oh, it's safe please. to say. Birdman is as scary as a pack of gushers, nigga. Are you crazy? <laughs> You're saying that into a microphone? Okay. Well, uh, what the fuck are you going to do? Come at me and show me a star? I'm not if scared. If Birdman was like, I'm a listener, I'd be like, well, I'd be very impressed, but I'm not scared. I'm sorry. I So I think that the Birdman connection, um, also Lil Wayne's ability to, like, set up young money by surrounding himself with very talented people. I think that's Slytherin-ish. But I, I put him in Ravenclaw. I just think, uh. lyrically, he's saying some of the most intelligent shit about the dumbest subjects. Yes. I've ever... It's just like what a genius does. It's yes. like Steve Martin, where it's like, I'm going to talk about the dumbest shit, but also let you know that I have 160 IQ. I, um, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you, bro. I started him in Ravenclaw immediately because <laughs> I think he's a lot smarter than anyone gives him credit mm. for. And he's beating the dog shit out of anyone that's ever been on a record with him. Yeah. No contest. Like, there's not many rappers that can say Eminem didn't want to do yeah. a song with them. And they did, too. And Lil Wayne whooped ass on No Love and yeah. Drop the World. Yeah. And Drop the World, especially, he whooped ass. Now, mind you, Eminem Dude, on Mr. Fire. Carter. He put, he's like, yeah, he, he killed Jay-Z. Put Jay-Z yeah. Mr. Carter. Yeah. He put Jay-Z that in was the fucking... Crazy. So, Macho so, Man Randy Savage. So, <laughs> so when it comes down to it, Lil Wayne, I think, is impeccably smart. And like you said, he knows how to align himself with certain people. But he's also very loyal. Because I think like, if we if we sorted Birdman, I'd sort him straight into Slytherin. No For contest. Sure. Him, <laughs> he has parcel mouth. All his hat. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker talks to snakes. Like, there's no. And he's like, some, get on my shoes. They just wrap themselves around his. Right. And somehow, like, he imperious Tony Braxton. But that's. <laughs> oh, that's such a weird man, you really are not scared of Birdman. <laughs> For what? Oh, I'm in the For other what? camp. Why? Because he can go come in here and be like, put some respect on my name and right. then walk out. He's we rich. Have, we only have one camera angle. Hey, bro. <laughs> you shoot fuck. from above the camera. Shit, if you, and with his eyes, he ain't hitting shit but the wall. Yeah, but Slim's the one doing the shooting. That's, yeah, well, Slim, I ain't talking about Slim. Notice yeah, I'm being love very Slim on the <laughs> I love Birdman, too, because he gave us a little Wayne. I'm just saying I ain't scared of him. Shit, I'm black and from Harlem, nigga. I'm scared of death. That's all. Now then. Um, yeah, I definitely put little Wayne, no contest, in um, Ravenclaw. I was going to make an argument for Gryffindor, mm-hmm. considering how... Now, when you think about it, Lil Wayne's like the one rapper that no one's really like dissed as far as like musically. Yeah, because I also heard he's like one of the nicest guys in rap. He too. does seem yeah. so fun. It's kind of like why people after the East Coast West Coast thing, nobody had a problem with Snoop Dogg because he's just like he's so fun. How could you? Yeah. It, you can't. Um, it's like Snoop once said, you can't. You can't fade Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you, you can try, but no, I don't think anyone gets as much respect. It's Snoop Dogg, but I think everybody knows Lil Wayne is a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I put the only reason I didn't put him in Gryffindor was because there's certain things that because Gry- Gryffindor is about bravery. He hasn't pulled back some layers. Like when he went to prison, he came out talking about the same things he was already talking about: mm-hmm. sex, money, murder. Yeah. And it's so much other shit you could tell that's deeper for him. But he hasn't he hasn't pulled those layers back yet. But when it comes to talking about sex, money, and murder, nobody else can talk about sex, money, and murder. Anywhere close. What did he say? Uh, even deaf bitches say hi to me. She tell a blind bitch and she say, I gotta see. Mm. So here's, okay, I'm gonna say something that, now you're from New York. Brandon, are you are you from New York? No, I'm from Michigan, man. Okay, so you can. Which explains the whole Slytherin thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, so this, I don't know if this is sacrilegious, considering, I know you're a big Lil Wayne fan, also from New York. Mm-hmm. What does Biggie do better than Lil Wayne? 
Wordplay. Wordplay? Mm-hmm. Okay, because... Actually, no, I can't say yeah, that. Kind of yeah, because like Lil Wayne's I really good. That. I can't say that. I would yeah. say, like, I mean... I can't say that. Maybe I don't know. Storytelling, but Lil Wayne actually tells great stories. I mean, Mona, you, Lil Wayne killed Kendrick Lamar, bro. Yeah. Like, easily. So what does... what Because do, Biggie and Lil Wayne talk about a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Oh, if want, you ask me who I think is better... Yeah. Um, Little Little Wayne's better, but only because he lived longer. Yeah, you have way more albums, way more. Okay, I mean, there was a time when a song couldn't come out and Little Wayne wasn't on it. Little Wayne and T Pain were like literally my childhood. Yeah, from and Kanye, that was it. There was three artists and Kanye. Mind you, Kanye's one of the only artists that like went toe to toe with Little Wayne on a lollipop Mm -hmm. remix. But um, yeah, man, for the for the simplicity of moving on to the next topic. I definitely think Lil Wayne, no contest. For once in a long time, me and Will agree on the same thing. Lil Wayne? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. But I feel like the sorting hat would have, like, you know, to take, like, 15 minutes just to get through this nigga's thoughts. <laughs> He's the sorting hat's like, stop thinking about pussy. Stop right. thinking about pussy. <laughs> All right. I get it. You want to fuck. Okay. This is school. <laughs> I have to put you into a house so you can learn about pussy. No. I feel about like, magic. I feel like Lil Wayne would get to Hogwarts and immediately start flirting with McGonagall. <laughs> and I feel like McGonagall will let him fuck. Yeah, I feel like as soon the, as he gets to like last days. year, uh-huh, that nigga would be the best transfigurer in the world. <laughs> Turning everything into pussy. <laughs> so uh, let's go to the wizarding world. Uh, I was thinking over the weekend, why are the goblins in charge of Gringotts? Why are certain magical creatures just in charge of entire spheres of the wizarding world? You, you know what, man? <laughs> I was trying my hardest when you when I saw this topic not to think because you're Jewish, right? Yes. Now you know one of the propagandas. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah. Where the Jewish people were like goblins. That's how they would draw them. Yeah, yep. well, a lot of magical uh, creatures, they extrapolate it from different groups, like Italians and vampires. Or, wow. Yeah, it's like a Germanic racist, and then it's that. Have, have you all been to the Wizarding World in Florida? Nah. So I, I went to the Green Gods thing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty. <laughs> if you're like thinking in that realm, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty out there in regards to caricatures of like the facial expressions and yeah. mannerisms of the Gringotts goblins. Right, because that's that's what got me. Because I looked at um, what was the head goblin? What was his name? Uh, oh my god, Crook! No, he's about to say Crookshanks. What was his name? Uh, it's like oh my god, yeah. it's on the tip of my tongue. What is his name? Hanukkah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that on the nose. They have to dial it back a little. But that's the tricky thing. So when any anytime when you have a magical uh, species that's derived from a racist group, like vampires, what they do, they try to make them look less Italian. They don't have capes. Like They're not like Count, uh, Count on Count from Sesame Street. Now they're like mm-hmm. shiny, just normal people. They glitter in the sun and people go... Was well, less authentically like. Well, it's less authentic. It's less authentic because it's glowing in the sun. That's yeah. the first problem. If it's I mean, a vampire gave, glowing in the sun, you're doing something terrible. I, I wouldn't hate if they gave goblins smaller noses, or they gave them like very white noses, white I, or know. longer fingers, or or just <laughs> or like fingers. or like proportions to like human ratios as far as height <laughs> is concerned. Yeah. But hold on, Max, did you find um homie's name? It doesn't have his name, but the actor uh, Warwick Davis played the head goblin and also Flitwick. 
Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Same yeah. guy. Yeah. Gotcha. See, y'all Yoda, talk, man. Y'all, Dude, that scene where uh, y'all the Weasley something. twins fly away and they cut to Flitwick and he's just pumping yeah. his fist like Tiger Woods. Yeah. Such a great moment. Oh, it's one of the best moments yeah. in the movie. Um, as far as um the Gringotts goblins, I don't um. I when when you said it, I thought immediately immediately to the propaganda, right? Yes. And I was like, "That's kind of fucked up." But I wonder if that's a play on the whole thing, or if it really even like mattered. You know what I'm saying? Because I wonder how much J.K. Rowling really thought about it. I don't know, man. She she was pretty poor. Maybe she went to a bank for a loan, and they rejected <laughs> her. And she was like, "I'm gonna get you back, motherfucker." Somehow, like, you could be right. No, I think, I remember I she think. wrote this shit in a cafe when she was broke. Had could have <laughs> two quarters. Together. She wrote Harry Potter on toilet tissue. Like we have to remember. That mean she she's anti-Jewish people because she <laughs> wrote saying, it in the cafe. No, I'm, I'm not saying that she is, yeah. but you know how some people just add certain aesthetics. It's not that, yeah. like they're trying. Tyler to, Perry does it all the time, right? They, they, they're, they're not necessarily trying to be racist or anti-Semitic. Sure. It's just a part of the um. Because look, she might not be thinking this hard. Well, I think what happened was uh, J.R. Tolkien and these other people who are steeped in Old English tradition, which is obviously Old English tradition is going to have racism because it. Was invented in England. Old in English tradition having racism in it. Oh, no. <laughs> we need a sound effect for. We'll just keep that whenever I say an obvious thing. But uh, yeah, so it's steeped in. We need tradition. a Captain Obvious bell. <laughs> Max, the, uh, yeah, yeah I think the head one was. Uh, Grip hook. Grip, hook. Grip hook. That was his name. That sounds kind of like Crookshanks. No, no, not yeah, even, nope. not even a nope. little bit. Not even the same letters. Yeah, <laughs> not, not even One the same sound. consonants. They don't end the same. <laughs> but Will on something this week, y'all. That nigga been hitting the pumpkin juice or some shit. Because usually Will is lucid. He know more facts than me, according well, to punk ass Santi Espinosa from another podcast. But yeah. you know, we we don't talk about that here. I'm I sorry. mean, I thought it was really nice that he said that. But uh, yeah, so I think that uh, with. Rowling, it's steeped in that tradition, and that tradition has racism. So she just took from that tradition with the goblins and didn't think to subvert the the anti-Semitic aspects of it. Fair enough, but she also gave them a very important job, a very important role. Because even if you think about it, right, there's parts of this where like people that are listening might go, ah, oh, well, you know, you're being too sensitive. And there, there, mm-hmm. there's, there's some truth to that. But we have... We do we do this every week. We need shit to talk about. But why <laughs> why are the goblins trusted with all the money in the wizarding world when goblins hate wizards? That's a good question. <laughs> That's my thing too. It's like That's I get why the dementors question. are doing that in Azkaban. Dementors hate humans, so yeah. it allows them to injure wizards. Right, and wizards are human. But why would you trust goblins with your money when you know that goblins hate you? Hey. Because you know they'll protect their your goal no matter what. Yeah, do they really love gold are. that much? Yeah. They're like, look, I hate this. Literally company. at Wizarding World, all they're doing is touching the gold coins around. <laughs> they're not they're, they're so calculating terrible. the gold coins. That's all they're doing. That's the little animatronics is all they're doing is touching gold. I mean They're creepy as fuck, by the way. Oh, oh, I mean, I'm sure. By the way, your voice is like buttery as hell, bro. My God. <laughs> like if you guys are listening, say something, Brandon. Hey, how you doing? You hear that? That was smooth. Buttery as hell. <laughs> Sorry about that. But Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Um, Listen to my movie podcast, Media and Popcorn, Nigga Spoiling Movies. Media and Popcorn, they spoiling movies. But I don't, um, because like when you say that, right, why would you trust somebody that hates you with your money? But we do that all the time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good point. You think, I hate Big of America. You think, our cha- you think my, chase, <laughs> my chase card doesn't hate me? Do you think my yeah. account, my money hates me? Yeah. I, give, I do so much to earn it just to give it up so fast. Yeah. So yeah, I I um I think it makes sense, but 
damn, you stumped me, bro. I don't, I don't know. I mean, think about like, I mean, Game of Thrones, right? The World Bank, like, no one likes the World Bank. Yeah. And the World Bank goes and kills people that don't pay their debt. So, I mean, it's like, that's just the way that the corporate America is, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. This is the corporate wizarding world, though, bro. <laughs> like, you got to think about it. Motherfuckers could do magic and still had to put their money in safes. Do you know how terrible that is? Yeah. Like, that's... I feel like that was some form of, like, wizard goblin reparation or some shit like that. They must have intense charms on stuff so that you can't transfigure money out of stuff. They must. Cause well, they I had charms turn... all through the bank, right? Remember, like, yeah. when they were infiltrating it, there was a bunch of things they had to worry about. True. True. You know there's some wizarding country... Probably China, where they're making knockoff money from other wizarding groups, <laughs> and it's just like slightly different. Like the face is inverted, and they just have all this money. The thoughts of Will Posner do not reflect <laughs> the thoughts of comedian Nico White. So when you write your hate mail, just make sure you keep me out of it. Okay, so, thanks, bye. It's so funny that I'm scared of Birdman and you're scared of China. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, when you think about it, <laughs> when you think about it, China has a lot more people to be afraid of. That's true. Um. Since we have you here, Collins, yes, I want to know a couple things before we go into any of our next segments. Real quick, who's your favorite character in Harry Potter and why? And who's your least favorite character in Harry Potter? Ron Weasley's my favorite character. Why? Uh, loyalty. Um, he's real as fuck. Like, especially in uh, Deathly Hallows, both in the movies and the books. He's like, yo, Harry, this shit's crazy. Like, <laughs> wh- what are we doing? Because at the time, you know, Harry was winging the plan yeah. for the Horror Crux. He's like, dude, wh- what's the point? My family's in danger. Like, Dude, and Harry just, does not plan. He's he's <laughs> such a loyal friend though. He's like even when Harry thinks that like Ron is like you know deserted him and stuff, he comes back. He saves. The I day. mean, he did desert him though. It's not a lie. But he, he came back though. But yeah, I mean, and his time those is, plans were all hail marys. <laughs> oh yeah, those plans. Yeah. It's like we're gonna sneak in. Maybe we'll see something. Like Hermione, the smartest wizard in the world, which in the world. She's like, sounds good. Ron's like, this plan sounds impossible. That was the only thing for me is I I know like why JK put Ron and Hermione together, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I was always like, Ron shouldn't end up with Hermione. I think Ron had okay. plenty of other options, but I get why the storytelling just ne- like who would turn you towards put that. Ron with because on the podcast we feel strongly that Harry should be with Luna. I think that's probably there's Ooh. but there's a bunch of instances where we go this person. I, I get person. that from the movies. Oh. I think the actors had great chemistry. I didn't get yeah. that from the books though. That's fair. Okay. That's I, fair. I understand what no. you're saying though, because in the movies, Harry and Ginny had terrible chemistry. Mm-hmm. They were the worst. Yeah. Which made. But like, even in like, the books, they were trash to me. Yeah. And it was the, course. And so in the play, the Harry course. and Ginny have terrible. And Cursed Child, terrible. Chemistry. I refuse to see Cursed Child. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> you said that with the conviction <laughs> of a black mom who don't want her kid to go to summer school. Like, no, no. No, no. I, I refuse. <laughs> you want to ask me my my least favorite character in Harry Potter world? Sure. It would be uh, Bellatrix and uh, Voldemort's daughter. It would be Bellatrix, Bellatrix, and Voldemort's oh, daughter, daughter from the so Cursed did Child. Did you read Cursed Child? I did, and I I wanted to sell a bat to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> so tell me why you hated Bellatrix because it was strange because that's that you probably the first. Well, person no, 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 the daughter, the daughter, the daughter. Oh, the Bellatrix daughter. herself was a badass. Okay. A fucking I mean, like, half blood prince when it opens with her saying to Snape, "Like you got to do this oath. Mm-hmm. Like you'll die if you don't help us with this mission." Bellatrix that's like, is great. Man. That's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. But for me, like the whole the whole story, Chris Child, like. Besides the two sons, like Voldemort and Harry's sons, like bonding, I thought it was complete trash. I thought it was completely unnecessary. It's just one of those time to travel stories where at the end of the movie, it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. 
It okay. adds nothing to the story because sure. at the end of the day, you're at the, where you started, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like Deadpool 2, which infuriated me because mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, yeah, like actually none of that really happened because I have a time machine. Right. So everything is, there's no stakes. Exactly. Okay. Once you find out, like, you know, they were going to the alternate universes, I'm like, no matter what, they're going to reset this. It's going to be fine. So here's why Ron sucks. So <laughs> with everything that you said about Ron, don't you think he was a bit like jealous? Because I'm a, I'm a Ron stand here on this podcast. You're just like, devil's advocate. Just playing right devil's advocate right now. Don't you think he was a bit of a hater? Order of Phoenix and God with a Fire, yeah. Okay. But that's also because they were 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Ron was just like in his feelings because... Also, remember, that's around where Hermione was kind of like... But he's an equal opportunity hater. He hates on Crumb. He hates on his own brother when she's with Flora at the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he'll hate on anybody. Okay, fair enough, but don't and you... Also, remember, Harry was a dick in Order of Phoenix. Yeah. I agree. I agree Harry was a like, dick. They made him completely unlikable in hey, that book. But bro, believe <laughs> me, usually I would not be the one to fight against Ron. But I'm just saying because he's your favorite character, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna push back. I'm just, try- I'm just trying to see like what would have, what would have had to happen for you to hate Ron? Like, were, were you ever close? Was any ever any mm. point through the series where you were like, nah, I don't think I can fuck with him anymore if this continues? Uh, not that I didn't like him, but I remember reading, um, fuck, Chamber of Secrets, and when they're doing the flying car and stomping tree, I just remember being like. This is kind of annoying. Like, Ron should know better than this. Okay, see like, now. That kind of thing. But, that's what we agree, because that's one thing about Ron's character. was like, why is he so inefficient? <laughs> There's no reason you should be this inefficient, because it didn't seem like Arthur or Molly were weak wizard and witch. It didn't seem that way. Yeah. Arthur seemed fairly powerful, and Molly seemed like when she got fucking serious, she was very powerful. So I never understood why Ron well, seemed tell you why. so handicapped with magic. But his wand was broken. Exactly. And all that other type of shit. And then with Neville, same thing. Once he gets a, a fixed wand, he starts killing it. Yeah, he right. loses a lot of weight, becomes yeah. like a hunk. <laughs> you did you just call him a hunk? hunk? Well, that's what the that's what the people say. Uh, There's a whole contingent of people online. It's turned into Johnny Bravo. It's not called him a hunk. <laughs> if you don't get the fuck out of here, I'm sorry. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to hear that word today at all. Yeah, no. He, Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. So there's a whole group of people online who make a point to celebrate Neville's looks. They actually made fun of it on SNL like a couple seasons ago. Just like, mm. just the idea of the type of Harry Potter fan that's like kind of low self-esteemy that's like I deserve Neville. You, you yeah. know what's so crazy though about the prophecy between Neville and Harry that started in Order of Phoenix is that legit without Neville Harry really couldn't have killed Voldemort. So in theory the prophecy was right that it was going to be they, mm-hmm. in theory it's a either or right whoever was born that day right yeah. or something like that and that was Harry and Neville mm-hmm. and then it ended up being like no Neville had to kill the snake, and then Harry was able to take out Voldemort. So they both, my their efforts problem with that, the end. My, my only problem was the, remember when Dumbledore's like, uh, Neville's whole family is pure blood, so Voldemort chose you to go after you because he knows that your uh, mother's a muggle, so he was like, oh, you're half and half like him, you fear him more. Uh, if I was Harry, I'd be like, to Voldemort, knowing that insecurity all the time, I'd be like, just so you know, my mom's a wizard, my mom's a witch. 
both my parents are magic. Not like you, Voldemort. Like just taunting him. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would want to taunt him until I realized this motherfucker is the most dangerous person yeah. ever. That, that hate feeds his power. Harry really wasn't scared. Harry, Harry wanted him like Takashi. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He, Harry was freaked out though. Order of Fe- I think um not Order of Fiends. Um, Goblet of, of Fire did a great job of showing like Voldemort this little fucking person yeah. and then turning into like Ray Fiennes which is amazing mm-hmm. like that was terrifying to be like this one the fuck so been, this one the fuck has been trying to kill me since I was an infant there's that one scene where and I they kind of did it justice but the book did way more justice when he put his finger on Harry's scar yep. and he said he felt like that shit was uh, splitting mm-hmm. open I thought that made a lot of sense mm-hmm. you know what I mean Cause, and that's one of the tropes that they kind of lost a little bit excuse me with his um scar hurting didn't that become like less and less of a thing as time went on? Well, it would. It's it, almost like he could cope with it better. Like it would happen, but it'd be like no big deal. He'd be like, "I was talking to Sirius, and then my scars started hurting." And okay, but he used to pass out from that shit. Well, when yeah, was, I think also horrible. after Order of Phoenix, I think it was like, like whatever pain he did feel was way less compared to like when he was sharing visions with Voldemort. You know what Fair. I mean? Yeah. And then also Order uh, Half Blood Prince, there wasn't really an opportunity for him because that wasn't really about. It didn't set up Voldemort at all. Like Voldemort was like spoken of, like the Death Eaters. But like, remember that's all about Aaron Dumbledore mm-hmm. going through that journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, another question for you, and this is something that I don't know if I've asked this at all. But what's the one thing that Hogwarts should have taught more of that they taught the least? For, oh, um, I mean, the obvious one to me is history of magic. History of magic. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah, just good. snoozes in that class, and it's like. We have a wizarding war every 18 years like clockwork. Ooh, that's really good because you would have learned about the Deathly Hallows and everything. Yeah. Like that. yeah, that's... Literally the most basic book that, like, their nursery rhymes book and people are like, I can't remember if the fork ran away with the spoon or the knife so I can't defeat death. It's like Funny. right there. Yeah. Funny. I would yeah. say uh, lessons on mortality and how to cope. As I think of, I think if Voldemort ah, had that class when he was like, when he was a first like class, like yeah. I think he, it would have made have helped him out a little bit. Okay. Versus like going to like the professor saying, "How can I live forever?" Here's, Slice my soul into eight <laughs> pieces. Here's the one that um, Nita you mentioned, occlumency. I feel like wow. that's the one thing, and, and they didn't make a big enough deal out of that. Like, not enough people got mind control. Here's why I don't think they teach occlumency at school. I think that most kids will be so bad at it. It's like if they taught water skiing to kindergartners where it'd just be like, wipe out, wipe out. Every kid, they'd be like, oh, I know you were molested now. The whole class knows. Right. And it's just like you didn't want people to know. And okay, I mean, that's a disaster. Okay, so maybe if you don't teach it, teach teach them how to defend against it. Sure. Because I've never seen Harry use occlumency. He was but, so bad at it. Yeah. But he at least learned how to get people out of his head. Well, through the, he, well, got, he got private out. lessons from Snape, you know. But see, I mean? this, but that's my point. So... Have um even Snape wasn't good at it though. That's the problem. Like, he, he, no, Snape was like, yeah, like all practically beating the shit up like Joe Jackson. He's like, close your mind, Potter. Dude, like, Snape couldn't teach occlumency, but he could have t- taught him to be a piano songwriter. Oh yeah, he definitely could have turned Harry into Michael Jackson. There's no, no, no question about that. But, but I think that's because he looked like his dad. I think that's why Snape was so fucking mm, mean. Yeah, too. yeah. Because he looked like James, but he had Lily's eyes. Yes. And on his podcast, I have openly stated that Lily and James, part of James in particular, are the stupidest motherfuckers ever to exist in the Harry Potter universe. He has a disdain wow. for them. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you're fucking dumb. You shouldn't be dead. You shouldn't be dead. You the top, you the top fucking aura. You know you marked for death. 
and they find you, they find you in your house dead. Wait, wasn't that a hideout though? And Wormtail's the one who ratted them out, right? No, they were at home. Yeah, they were at home, but their house was hidden by the. And then when you find out later, they could have gave their secret to each other. Mm. Yeah, or, or Dumbledore yeah. or to themselves yeah. these motherfuckers could have looked in the mirror and gave themselves a password and everybody would still be alive just saying just saying Lily walked away with Harry and went upstairs and instead of grabbing yeah, a broom you know, or you that moose and out of there you know what I was thinking too um, so it's unclear if Dumbledore knew that Pettigrew became the secret keeper like he acted like oh. he acted like oh I was he didn't seem blindsided by it when he mm-hmm. found out it was like Two, save two innocent people. It wasn't like, oh my god, Sirius was innocent the whole time. Dumbledore's energy was like, oh, it makes sense that Sirius was innocent. Right, Which, like he knew. He just rolled with it. He's like, it'll be good for Sirius to spend 13 years in Azkaban. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get away, get some time to himself. <laughs> Quick rapid fire? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go left to right. Tell me who you think would win in a versus battle. Ooh. Okay. Bellatrix and McGonagall. McGonagall. Bellatrix. Bellatrix and is dirtier. I have, I have a lot of respect for Bellatrix. I would say McGonagall. Okay. Because so, she's more methodical. It's like Floyd Mayweather. She's not going to make any mistakes. Bellatrix could like beat McGonagall, but she could also lose you know the what, devil. You know what it is? Well, we never really saw McGonagall like, go fully out, except with the final battle in the last book, right? But Bellatrix, just based on like you know the, the way the book describes her, her greatness and her, like how evil she could be, and then the movies... I think I think the way that she went out in the movie was completely whack. Well, I, this isn't. Fully, I think she'd be way more fierce and more powerful but than movie, you could ever book, imagine. She loses to Molly, so this isn't. But that's what I'm saying. Like I think in in the book too, whack. but yeah. it, it was just like poor execution because it was just like they have this intense battle and then like, that's what takes her out. Like, did it make any sense? Nah, bro. I uh, I think McGonagall whoops that ass all the way through. Why? Yeah. Why? Because Bellatrix was taken out originally by like a couple auras. You know what I'm saying? I think <clears throat> Mad Eye brought her in, didn't? Yeah. Didn't he? So Mad Eye bought her in. Probably Kingsley was part of that group. And they said it flat out. JK was like, McGonagall can go against like five auras. You would need oh, five sure. to even fucking face. I her. wish we all, we got to see that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's one of the things I wish too because Maggie, um, because we got Dan to see Dumbledore go full out. Was so much older by the time the mm. last movie. And came she was around. sick, right? She was sick I the last so. film. Yeah, she wasn't like. really as nimble yeah. as she could have been. So I wish she would have got more duels beforehand. Yeah. but. I do think even because even when she when she fought Snape in the book, she was doing some fly shit. Mm-hmm. She turned one spell into like five different things, and that motherfucker had to get up out of there. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that um uh that suit of armor, he'd have been stabbed in the chest because she turned whatever spell he threw back at her into knives and sent yep. that shit at him. I'll give you another one, uh, Rap Fire. Serious or James? Oh, serious. Serious by a lot, right? Serious. It's not even close. I feel like James was the pussy that would talk a lot of shit yeah. in the group, but he was the leader. Yeah, Sirius is the one that got shit done. That's yeah. why. Yeah. That's why Snake was so happy to walk up on that motherfucker. That yeah. that scene in Prisoner of Azkaban, when Snape walked in, Alan Rickman killed that mm-hmm. shit. Like, it's spelling armors. I, I, I didn't know that spell could sound so evil. You know what I'm saying? That When he came, revenge is sweet. It's like well, he was really me, tasting it. Maggie Smith and those two actors, uh, Alan Rickman and Gary Oldman, are the three best actors in the scene. And Ralph Fiennes, but he's never really in scenes against mm-hmm. those two. Yeah. I'd say those are the four best actors in the whole series. I mean, Alan Rickman, like, between the first movie and 
the last the, I think you should have gotten nominated for Deathly Hallows part two. Yeah. Like that uh, flashback scene is one of the like oh, it's the so most heartbreaking scenes in cinema. Yeah, yeah, man. Especially knowing like where he's starting, you're always like I remember reading a book in Interior Eye, like, Jesus Christ, like, mm. this whole time you didn't know, is he good, is he bad? Dude, when people compare, and, oh, and so I'm good. sure there'll be fans that disagree because it's so popular, but when people compare Harry Potter movies to Avengers movies, oh, I just annoying. think it's crazy. Harry yeah. Potter movies, like, there's genuine emotional moments. And the books actually worked. Yeah. The books were actually really good and built up to this beautiful story, and that's why, like, I don't see the prequels. I hate a cursed child. I'm like, they should just let it be great. And the way it was, like, I, I don't know. JK did something amazing, and I don't know why they keep going back to that well. Billion dollar yeah, conglomerate. Even when they, but you, th- you don't think she owes somebody money? When they split up Deathly <laughs> like, Hollows into two movies, they said that splitting it up made them an extra $700 million. And by doing that, they fucked up the game because everyone started splitting up these yeah. last series. They did a good yeah. job, I thought, splitting up. Oh, that yeah, one. yeah. But yeah, there's so many split up endings now where you're like what why when harry potter ended you knew it was the end of an era because i would go to watch like the extra scenes on youtube for when it was like their last days and you could see the pain in some of their faces like when daniel radcliffe gave his last speech i was at home like (laughs) and i don't do that a lot it's only like stuff like that in videos of like military people coming back home to the kids that tear me up like that you know it's the the biggest achievement i will say this to compare like avengers and harry potter is that they kept the cast Mm-hmm. Through all the movies, the yeah. only casting change that ever happened with Avengers was Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every and uh, Edward Norton and uh, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, you know somewhere Terrence Howard. Must oh, be kicking <laughs> yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. He's on the side of Empire. Like this is okay, but I can Don do. Cheadle made bang. Yeah, mm-hmm. you hear me? But um, okay. So I asked that. What? 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 Oh, the guy that played the first Dumbledore, I thought was amazing because I think he played a certain side Dumbledore mm. and then the most recent guy to play Dumbledore Michael played Gambit Dumbledore. I think right or something? is that his name yeah, he so. played the underside of Dumbledore very well so I feel like I wish the first guy would have lived like mm. two more books yeah you know you can yeah. tell he was definitely dying though when you watch Chamber <laughs> of Secrets again he's so weak and frail yeah but his voice the is, in a movie you can tell like, he's a great actor but yeah no yeah. that's a good point he's but his like, his voice wasn't frail like that, but that's what I'm saying. There's a certain danger in yeah. the first guy. That's why I wish he would have lived. Are you also saying that, movie. though, because he was the best actor in those first two movies? No, no, not at all. Okay. I think I'm, Alan Rickman still was in those first two. But I'm remember, like, in, in, the, in the second one, he barely had any scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He duels, see, he duels Lockhart. That was pretty great. That was great. When he owns Lockhart. I'm saying that more so because, like, his voice, there was a danger in his voice. Like, there, there's something about the latest Dumbledore mm-hmm. where it was like, yeah, okay, sure, you're dangerous, but you're dangerous because you're Dumbledore, as opposed to uh, the first guy was like, mm. no, that's a bad motherfucker, <laughs> and I'm not sure I know why. I agree with you in the way that he portrayed Dumbledore and Half-Blood Prince, especially with like the stakes so high, mm-hmm. but I think he made up for that in the Deathly House flashbacks, yes. where you saw the sense of urgency and the fear he had, that and- not only was he going to die and had to make sure Snape followed through on their plan, but also he didn't know if they would be able to get Harry to do the sacrifice he would need to do. Right. And Dumbledore is a conniving, methodical jackass who's part of the problem. But, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. We... All these adults, like, fucked up this poor kid before he was even born. Oh, yeah. Well, fucked up the whole thing before anybody could even do anything. Where we at on time, bro? We good? Yeah, we're at, like, 40 minutes.
Jesus. Okay. So let's let's time flies. We're talking Harry Potter. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's the best. It literally is the worst thing to do for time management. <laughs> yeah. Just, facts. Like, look up in fifteen minutes of gone by. But uh, yeah, one of the topics we got this week um, is uh, there's so a lot of times we cover relationships that exist on the internet through fan fiction mm-hmm. of Harry. So Harry Potter characters not together in the book, together on the internet. And the two we're talking about this week are people who put Harry Potter with Rita Skeeter. <laughs> Look, I'm going to need y'all to stop. First of all, they can't be together. Okay? How old is Rita Skeeter? In She's the like 37. Like 37. Harry can't be anything older than 13. But he's like the Justin Bieber of that world. And when Justin Bieber was like 15, grown woman interviewers were like... There yeah, was, but there she said such hateful things about him, his family, all that shit. But I mean, that would just be some hate fucking. Don't you feel like Rita Skeeter was into him, though? Even though it's completely inappropriate and... Nah, I feel like Rita Skeeter would suck off Lockhart. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She was opportunistic, but also <laughs> she's attracted to two things, like fame mm-hmm. and stories that you can tell half-truths about. And Harry is both of I feel like, I feel like Rob could have fucked if like he hadn't gotten Hermione, just like so a Skeeter could get closer to Harry. <laughs> she would have gave Ron some pussy just to yeah. get the school. Yeah, yeah. So how'd he get his name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> Suck your dick if you tell. <laughs> uh, Rita Skeeter was a whore like that, huh? I mean, her last name's Skeeter. <laughs> this is true. Hilarious. She's a <laughs> That's probably how <laughs> star in a yin yang twin video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rita Skeeter really is one of the by far the most hoish name in the series. Would you smash? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Who was sure. the actress that played her? I remember right. Yeah. She, she, fuck she, was, she was cute. I'm a fucker. Yeah. She was cute. Uh, I think if you got like Marissa Tomei to play her in like a remake, yeah, I'd be a hundred percent. In the Amer- the American cast of Harry Potter. <laughs> well, we you know Haley Joe Osman almost played him, right? I did not know that. Haley Joel Osment was like, before when they were first talking about Harry Potter as a series, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg was in talks with Durrett, and they were looking at Haley Joel Osment to play Harry Potter. That's crazy. Wow. That would have been terrible. insane. That would have been, been so horrifying. bad. Horrifying. <laughs> yeah. But you know we only like 10 years away from a Harry Potter remake. With the no, way they, do you really I, think they're going to remake it? They better they're stay do, out of I think Just the expanded Cursed, universe, I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just going to do Cursed Child with the cast. The original cast is going to pay them all the money to come mm-hmm. back and do Cursed Child's movie. Fair. Because I was about to say, man, like, there, there's with the way we hold on to nostalgia I know. and yeah. try to play up. I saw the That's last why thing. they would do Cursed Child, though. You bring back that three, those core three. Yeah, but see. And they'll like, get all the money from us and our kids. Okay, so question for y'all now. Right, so as far as the sunken ship is concerned, I would definitely sink that ship on him because mm-hmm. a it's inappropriate. B I hate Rita Skeeter, and C Harry Potter, even though he's a, you know pretentious dick like his father, he deserves better than that. <laughs> and I don't and I don't like Beatles. So uh, you don't what, want him to get more pussy though before he gets married to Jenny. Please, that was that's a note I've I've said. He on the barely getting pussy from Jenny. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, such a boring choice for him. He's such yeah. a boring he's the, guy, though. He's the most popular wizard. He when fucks. Voldemort died, he became instantly the most boring character. Yeah. Instantly. As mm. soon as Voldemort died, he was instantly the most boring well, person. He's like a retired anyway. linebacker. You know like, It's what crazy you that do? you say that, too, because like throughout the whole book series, they're just like, he's fine as a wizard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's not extraordinary or anything. He's, well, he's really he's good at defense against the dark. Well, just the Patronus. He's not really because yeah, <laughs> like what dark arts have you really been yeah. defending against? Yeah. It's Spelliamus is your best, and he's the only motherfucker I knew that could turn that spell into like a beam. 
Yeah. Because it really was just a spell that's supposed to knock shit out of your yeah. hand. Well, remember that also the, the only reason why Lakeed was able to survive those fights with Voldemort mm-hmm. was because they shared the same fucking... Oh, yeah, no. Ba- uh, the wand course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise... He got lucky so literally. Yeah. He would have been dead four Dude, books ago. In, uh, in the Goblet of Fire where he has like 30 corpses rooting for him, 30 spirits yeah. as yeah. he runs. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I'd be like, yo, I need more live people around yeah. right now. <laughs> throw shots back i used to i used to have a, a bit about harry potter about how like i love the character but i would never want to be friends with him because trouble <laughs> follows that motherfucker everywhere like yeah like i'm i'm surprised ron and hermione stuck it out because like yo every time i hang out with you like we almost die they bro. don't have a single normal year yeah right. but last year they don't even go to school yeah. book seven they're not at school they're dropouts how do they even graduate they had to go back, right? Or did they just get a, Did they get an honorary degree? It must <laughs> like, be. It's, it must be. Like, you saved the school. Look, so you here's saved the, the school. Yeah. Here. Technically, in that final battle, they did display all the things they had to learn through school. So Fair. Yeah, I guess. So I guess that's a good way to pass your Oh, they also way. passed those exams in book six. Got you. My question was, as far as like the actors themselves, Dan Radcliffe, Rupert Grit, and um, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah. How, what do you think of their movie careers since then? Oof. It's almost like they've... Well, all of them have done stuff in theater, so it's almost like they're trying to lean away from commercial film a little bit. Emma hasn't. Emma's been doing, like... She did Beauty and the Beast. She she, yeah, she, did, she did Circle. She's done things that have tried to be, like, blockbusters. I mean, Beauty and yeah. the Beast just, like, blew up because of the name recognition and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, um... I mean, she did Bling Ring and stuff. I mean, she's a cutie, but... Um, Rupert Grin, I think, is like the most like not normal, but like which he one's took, the hunkiest of the hunkiest. <laughs> but he like took his money, like bought like an ice cream truck, and was like just laying low, kind of. Yeah. He's doing like random like Netflix, BBC shows and shit. But well, that's, that's about because it. he's spending his time as Ed Sheeran these days. So, <laughs> you know, when you making music that goddamn good, you don't really got to do much. Go away, girl. I think he's gonna have a comeback where he's just gonna be like. One of those guys where go, people go, oh, yeah, he was in Harry Potter. Now he's doing all these movies. I feel like he's going to get cast in something. Like, mm-hmm. should I cast him in a heartbeat? Yeah. Though? You know what I mean? Matter of fact, I'm going to put that on the bucket list. Make a movie that I can cast Rupert Grint in. And Danny Radcliffe, he, uh, he's just been doing random indies and stuff. He's just been doing anything that's complete opposite. You know who's been Harry the most Potter. successful is Cedric Diggory. Is Robert Pattinson yes. is the most successful yeah. actor from that series? All oh, the fuck's about to be Batman. He's done. Yeah, he's doing Batman. He's done a bunch of like. Please tell me it's Batman Beyond. No, oh, we don't know. We, don't, we, we honestly don't know yet. Oh, that's gonna be trash. Um, but yeah, he's in the Chris Nolan new movie. Like he's he, some he, cool he's made some decent acting choices. Like he's mm-hmm. he's pretty solid. Is some he a better stuff actor than Daniel? Daniel Radcliffe? I think so. Yes. And I like I like all of them a lot as I actors. like all of them a lot, but Daniel, like, you can tell that motherfucker was as drunk as he said he was in a couple of the movies. <laughs> I was going to say, you were talking about he was wasted. Voldemort was walking up to him. This nigga was just standing there with his eyes open. Like, he killed my parents. That, is, like, that was a crazy story. Shouldn't you be crying right now? He was 15 going drinking with yeah, Gary that Oldman. was a crazy story when he was like, yeah, it was like hammered throughout Order of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Who's he drinking with? Gary Oldman, the guy who plays Sirius. Who's you know one of the greatest actors? So, so Sirius Holy was a bad shit. influence in and outside. I mean, it is Gary Oldman. That nigga's crazy. <laughs> Have you not seen The Professional? No, I haven't. I'm not. A you haven't seen The Professional? Oh, dude, yeah. you got. If you want to see Cuckoo Bananas, Gary Gold, uh, Oldman, Gary. go watch The Professional. Dude, uh, okay. in 
True Romance. Gary Oldman is oh just like God. the wildest <laughs> character. He plays uh, yeah, he's a white guy with dreadlocks. He played Dracula. Drug he's fucking crazy. A white guy with dreadlocks. Drug okay, but I'm it's done like, here. Look, but it's worth checking out. <laughs> we jumping into um one of our last two segments here. It's my personal favorite. That's If They Were Black, where we take um something, someone or something in the Harry Potter community, we um hypothesize what they'd be like if they were dark-skinned. And this week, we have the Guards of Azkaban. <laughs> The Dementors. Oh, shit. So, Brandon Collins, we're going to let you start us off. What do you think life for a Dementor would be if they were black? And this can be interpreted a lot that's, of different ways. Yeah, that's a unique question. Fuck, the Dementors, if they were, if they were black, they'd be doing some fucked up shit to those prisoners, man. <laughs> to amuse themselves. That's all I know. Oh, yeah? Because cause you, you can't really leave. So, you're just like... All you can do is think of new creative ways to fuck with people, right? Yeah. That's all I would do. It would be like, I don't know, I'm like going dark. dark. Go like dark, fucking, bro. Man, we here like, for that. I would we use magic to break people's limbs about. apart and shit and put them back together <laughs> and like hear the screams and shit. Okay. They might have been doing that anyway. <laughs> be honest. I it, think that the mentors is on some shit. Well, yeah. If, they were like, if you try to fuck with us, yeah, we'll, we'll break your shit. Right. But... I mean, that's a really unique question, man. I've okay. never, I never I, thought about the Dementors. I'll, I'll pull it up from here. First of all, I think oh, the Dementors so were black. They'd have much nicer robes. I just think they would be dressed a hell of a lot better. Their robes would be as embroidered as Dumbledore's were those last couple of movies. And they would just be flexing all the Sirius time. Sirius would have escaped oh, yeah. if they were black. Oh, no. Sir, they would have killed Sirius a yeah. long time ago. <laughs> they would have killed him before he got they, into Azkaban. They would be, Azkaban would be a death sentence. Like, because it's like, yo, I, I don't got time to deal with these motherfuckers. Like I Bella. think Sirius would have gotten away more easily if they were black. And here's why. Because they would have knew he was innocent. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, like, Sirius, I, we reviewed the I facts. I was going to say system. something really fucked up. Bro. That's how we got yeah. here. Sirius, don't you worry about it, bro. All right, now, look, when the, when the moon is out, we're going to walk that way. Turn it's an animal because they say we can't see those well we that's wink. that's what i think i think that if if serious if they were black serious would have turned into a wet dog and then be like oh probably just another white person oh god oh shit get, get out of here <laughs> all right what, did, what, what was the fuck that thing you were gonna say bro? i was just gonna say like Corey wise from the when they see us it's like one of the dementors like uh, i know you're free man you gotta be free that is fucked up. See, that's, that's why I didn't want to say it. Nah, that's all good. Fuck, we comedians, bro. <laughs> it's a dark world, man. Let it fall where it may. Shit, it happens. I um, I think the Dementors are black. I feel like um, a they. I feel like they'd be fighting for a lot more respect. Yeah, they'd want to go other places mm. besides Azkaban. They'd at least want to fucking shop. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. if you're gonna be, or at least go to America for the Rikers or something like it. Right? Yeah, like a little you know cross country. They have they have a little union or something like that. I think the mentors need a union. Okay. <laughs> have a that, leader. that way you wouldn't have to worry about them going to join up with Voldemort for the perks. Do you know what people would say in the wizarding world about Dementors that were unionizing? It would be like what could race, you say? It would be like the racist. <laughs> Things of the 1950s time 100. Hilarious. They'd be like, these Dementors, with the, they want to be treated like equals. What, what was it? Uh, <laughs> I was fucking with my shit. Board, Brown Keep them versus, away from your daughters. Brown versus Board of Education. Brown versus Board of Education. Fucking Dementors versus the Ministry of Magic. <laughs> oh, we want to be able to go places It's not ask about. Give us <laughs> us free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sucking your souls out. Uh, I don't know. I heard Dementors are pretty violent. No, they're not. 
What have you ever seen them do besides suck a soul? Yeah. Right. What? It's like, dog, I'm just minding my business, crunching up these flowers. That's all I'm doing. And I, I feel like they would be a lot more. They'd be like, yo, why are y'all so afraid? Yeah. Well, like what's the problem as soon as I if you ain't do anything wrong why are you scared of what them? you scared of right yeah. right every time i'm around you i just remember my worst memory ever it sounds like your problem sounds like your prejudices <laughs> why oh so every time i show up you remember all the bad shit okay all right so i'm the problem yeah. meanwhile you a whole murderer but i'm the problem oh okay serious but all i don't right. like remembering it yeah oh you don't like remembering it talk to your dad then <laughs> So yeah, I don't know what their lives would be like if they were black because we don't really know what the Dementors are. They could be anything under yeah. those clothes. They never take. I think them they're off. skeletons because the f- it would be weird if their fingers are skeletons and then their face is just a normal guy's face. What well, if fingers? They are never skeletons. talk either. So yeah, they yeah. never talk. We don't know if they can speak a language. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think their lives would much change. But besides, like the better robes and shit like that. <laughs> they might want to wear sneakers too, but what do I know? <laughs> the mentor, the mentor line Jordans. Can you imagine? It'd be dope. It would... The flies, fucking guard. He'd still be doing the jump man. He just have no legs. <laughs> <laughs> Will Posner wins again. That's the line of this episode. Oh shit! All right, y'all. So we made it to our final segment for yeah. episode thirteen, and that is the sorting. And the last person that we're going to sort is is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, comedian and podcast. I don't much like talking about other comedians and or podcasters on our podcast. So I'm <laughs> going to put him in the best place possible so that there's no fire thrown our way. Oh, you mean talk about them in that way. From Got a much it. bigger podcast. I thought you meant like you didn't want to give him press. And I was like, he kind of has a lot. <laughs> nah, he has like 3 million followers. Yeah, you don't need, he Fuck don't need any of our press. like 9,000. Yeah. He, he's fine. Um, I know how I feel about him as well. Uh, if... If uh, I'm fine jumping in first, I got a... Okay, shoot. So I feel very strongly that he is also a Ravenclaw. Okay. Okay. uh, Because I think that he not only is very smart, just relative... He knows a lot relative to most people, but also he recognized that even though he's very smart, he's perceived this different way than as like more bro-y. And he built this brand out of like what he is didn't exist before of like this broy source of smart information and he just saw that i can make this it doesn't exist and he just built it and that's not a very funny answer but that's how i feel <laughs> oh, shit we had to talk about harry potter we ain't gonna be funny what um <laughs> what house is rita skeeter in she was a ravenclaw she's a ravenclaw okay she's so another where, evil yeah, journalist that's where i'll yeah. put him then he belongs yeah. to ravenclaw because as soon as i thought about him i thought rita skeeter and the only reason i say that is because there's some people who have opinions who i definitely don't um Things should have their opinions aired, but nobody should be silenced, right? Sure. So I'm a believer in free speech. In order to be um, somebody that's a beholder of free speech or let people speak freely, you have to you have to excuse a little bit of the venom that they're putting out. I 100% agree with you about free speech. I don't know if that extends to Rita Skeeter's libel. <laughs> I mean, she told the truth about Dumbledore, but now when she was like, Hermione's fucking hairy every night. I mean, <laughs> but... In the paper. So delicious. True, but when you have people that are give, that's giving her that type of terrible shit to say... That's true. She did you know mishear I mean? some stuff so as a Beatle. If, if you think about it as like a podcast, right? If I bring like, I don't know... Um, Who's the bitch ass nigga that was talking shit about Leslie Jones years ago? Oh, uh, Milo. Milo. Oh, cool. oh, fair yeah, enough. We don't, we don't need to say his whole name because fuck yeah. that guy. But <laughs> he's the gay Voldemort. When <laughs> I mean, well, well, kind of Voldemort. Voldemort does not have a lot of interest in Bellatrix, who is just throwing. 
himself but, um, at him. Yeah. Uh, you got pe- you got somebody like him, right? So if he goes and does that podcast, I don't see how that's anything different. I don't think he ever has. No. But if you have somebody like that. Oh, no, he has. Message, he's done Joe Rogan. Done it. Oh, he's, he's done, done Rogan. That's, that's what I was going to oh, say. Okay. Joe, I, I agree with you guys about Ravenclaw, but I feel like Joe Rogan like will whisper to the sorting hat, put me in Slytherin. <laughs> better like he's like there. the guy like who definitely has like way more Slytherin friends and he does Ravenclaw friends will try to be like I'm friends with everybody but it's like secretly I'm think, down with you guys I think he's a friends with everybody guy I think he's friends with Neil Brennan who's to me a Ravenclaw he's friends with Ari who's a Gryffindor to me but uh, now <laughs> those guys have a commonality I think he he does like this kind of like fake the funk thing when he has certain kind of guests on mm. okay I'm pretty much saying when he has black I, comedian I, I, guests on he he gets. Uh, he doesn't bring up politics and shit. He doesn't really. He doesn't really bring up his ex, like the views that he agrees with, like some of the far right dudes on when he's uh, talking like other people that have like more liberal sensibilities. It's but like isn't he doesn't it want on to them those, to bring it up. Like when he has W. Kamau Bell on, that guy's like on CNN. He should well, see, be that's researched what, enough to. But bring that's it up. why I likened him to somebody like Rita Skeeter because fair enough. Okay. He, he'll let that person speak so he can get the editorial out. The editorial being the podcast that we get to see live. He yeah. doesn't necessarily align himself mm-hmm. with anything, yeah. but the story, or in this case, the podcast, is the final product, and that's what he's going for. So if I let uh, you talk and I just smile and nod, I ain't really agree with shit, but I'm getting my paper, or in this case, my product, the podcast, I'm getting it out. So for those reasons, I'm putting them in. Okay. okay, that makes sense to me. And Brandon, what about... I what? said Ravenclaw, too. Just Raven? like, oh, yeah, he secretly sure. wants to be in Slither. There we okay. go. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to the end of episode 13 of the Potterhood Podcast. I want to first give a thank you to the one and only Mr. Brandon Collins. Thank Brandon, you so much for having me on, man. Tell yeah, them thanks. one more time when your show's going to be, bro. You guys can uh, come check me out live at Comedy Outliers. Feels like summer show. It's Saturday, July 27th at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. You can get tickets at AmericanCollins.com or BellHouseNewYork.com. And uh, check out my movie podcast, Medium Popcorn. Thank you so much, man. Hey, thank you for coming on. Yes, indeed, brother. And we are the hosts of the Potterhood Podcast. My name is Nico White. You can find me on my website, NicoWhite.com. That's N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E dot C-O-M. And my co-host is... Will Posnan. You can find me on Instagram at Will Posnan. My website, WillPosnan.com. We are the Potterhood Podcast. This is episode 13. Mischief Managed. <laughs>